If you're listening to this podcast right now, you are participating in an ongoing exploration of ideas and energy frequencies. And in order to understand where we're coming from, we need to be on the same frequency. Welcome back to Gush, the cosmic amalgamation of everything. Joining us today on this very special occasion are two old friends of mine and Sam's. We have Ethan, the producer, World of Warcraft player, and ghostwriter of many lyrics from past videos of mine, parody song lyrics. Um, he's a bit of a memer, and he's also sometimes a bit of a skeptic. And he's here to balance out his own opinion. He's also works behind the scenes with Gush, I should say that. He uploads our episodes to Spotify sometimes. Sometimes? Joining us as well is the first on Gush, the first female. And here on Gush, we believe in elevating female voices. We believe in championing that feminine energy, and we believe in women. And for that reason, we brought Kimmy on to elevate her voice, to give her a platform to speak, to have her be in the spotlight for once, rather than a man asserting himself, explaining her position for her, which is <laughs> completely against our culture here at this company. Sorry, I was just doing my best Blizzard impression. Kimmy, what's up? Hi. <laughs> Glad to be here. <laughs> so, Kimmy, uh, explain a little bit about. Well, maybe I, maybe I actually should do the introduction for you. Uh, mm -hmm. Kimmy is sort of our resident Bible expert. She's well versed on the Bible. She's a Christian, right? Mm -hmm. Are you a certain denomination of Christian, or? Um. I'd say probably uh, Orthodox. Uh, oh, you're an Christianity. OG. Yeah. You're an OG OG. Okay, that's funny because Orthodox, Armenian Orthodox is kind of, it's, it's called Armenian Orthodox. But anyways, anyways, Kimmy <laughs> is, you're kind of our resident expert on the Bible. You know a lot about uh, the teachings of Christianity. And the purpose of this episode is to really go into these biblical stories, prophecies, symbols, and see how they relate to the real world, uh, and, and more precisely, the modern world. And that leads us to the question at the onset of this podcast, this wavelength, really. Is Mr. Beast the Antichrist? In, in my opinion, uh, no, no, would... no, no. You don't, don't, don't give your answer. <laughs> oh, okay. just, that's a rhetorical question. Um, oh, okay. By the way, right, I, I feel yes, he is the answer. <laughs> I feel like right, just real quick, we should say obviously, like we're not saying that Mr. Beast is is the Antichrist, and that you should like treat like I don't know, do anything. We're to We're not him. saying he's yeah. not. Yeah, but no. what, what I'm trying to say is like you know, don't go like and assume that like we don't hate Mr. Mr. Beast. Beast. Or yeah, or just assume that like we're we, it's not, this is nothing about like hating Mr. Beast. It's just a funny theory because some things like line up with the story of the Antichrist, and we pivot. Like, we we went off of that, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't harass Mr. Beast. Don't I, I don't think people are gonna harass him. I just don't want people to think that we are like against. We're not going after Mr. No, no, Beast. No, no, we're not against him either. Like, yeah, like I don't no, do with fact, that. You know, that that leads into this first point I want to make about the Antichrist, which is that. He's universally loved. He's meant to be universally loved. He's prophesied to be universally loved. Uh, that's something I learned like this year, honestly. I, I didn't know that. But if you think about that, that makes complete sense. Like, of course, the Antichrist, of course, this figure that's basically the next Christ or like a version of Christ would have to be a very likable, very popular, very unifying figure. That, that kind of just makes sense. Like it doesn't, Antichrist doesn't exactly mean bad guy. Um, Kimmy, do you, would you, how would you 
how would you describe what that label means or that that term means antichrist oh some christians get get it kind of wrong that they think that anti means like um against um but what like the way i see it and especially taking it from like the the greek translation it kind of translates as a counterfeit christ like not not the same but definitely quite the opposite like a fake is it fair to say that the antichrist will be comparable to christ's level of uh significance i guess in in historical terms like not in terms of being good or bad i just mean in terms of like it's it's impact or his or it's whatever's impact on the world yeah honestly i i think it would he would make a huge impact on the entire world basically is it a he because this is obviously the most important question is of gender which is the whole point of this podcast so <laughs> is, is, is the antichrist a he or a they them or what is what are their pronouns basically is what i'm trying to figure out oh the there is a scripture that does describe him being a man okay which leads her men you know that could mean anything at some point so. which leads us <laughs> yeah to that's true <laughs> which leads us which leads us to mr beast Yes. So, <laughs> how about that guy, Mr. Beast? He ah. okay. Sam. Yeah. Why don't you introduce our famed YouTube pop star, Mr. Beast? I mean, he's uh, he's like the nice guy that does crazy stunts or not stunts, but like he just gives a lot of money away. Everybody knows who Mr. Beast is. I mean, I don't really need to explain him, but, you know, everybody loves Mr. Beast. He's the most, like, one of the most successful YouTubers of all time. Uh, and he does it by doing something that is, like, you know, there's nothing to hate, really, about what he does. You might, like, dislike him because he's just, like, so too good or something like that. But, you know, he, he there's nothing really, there's no really big drama with him. He's just a very successful, very well-received YouTuber. And also more than a YouTuber because he has, like... A thousand Mr. Beast burgers or something. So he's like just an entrepreneur. He's an entrepreneur. He's yeah. one of the most famous entrepreneurs because he happens to be on YouTube. But you're right. I mean, like the amount of views this guy gets and the amount of videos he has, that alone is some serious money. Uh, especially like I'm sure with the sponsors he has and all that. All that he has multiple stuff. channels and stuff too. Yeah, I mean, and plus he has merchandise. Like, I mean, he's really, really doing well for himself. And yeah. he, to his credit, he is giving away a lot of money too. And that's, he's pretty transparent with that. He's essentially using money to improve the lives of everyone, including himself. Yeah, it's he's very uh, philanthropist, generous. He's kind of proving that it's not a zero-sum game, mm -hmm. at least to me. It doesn't have I to think be. he's like, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. And by zero sum game, I mean like a lot of people have this mental mentality instilled within them that any sort of competition realm like business or finance or whatever, like as if uh, some people always have to suffer in order to uh, for someone to be successful uh, or that like it's it, there's only a finite amount of like happiness or something in the world or whatever. It's not true. You can definitely create just harmonious situations to, to, to everyone's advantage. You can create win-win situations in life. Yeah. And I think he's kind of proving that, which is awesome. Sure. I, yeah, I can see that. That hmm. being said, I think it's for this reason. Okay. I'm going to be honest. The main thing is that his name is Mr. Beast. Yeah. The ant. Okay. Am I, <laughs> is that even fair to say, the beast because the, there is this idea of the beast yeah number of the beast number of the beast mark of the mark beast. of the beast yeah. mark of the beast yeah 666 six, antichrist... mr beast 6000 666 the idea of the beast tied to the antichrist kimmy do you know anything about this uh can you repeat that is 
the idea what is beast what is the beast in relation to the antichrist yeah are they related um i think they actually i think in the book of revelations it actually describes the antichrist and the beast like being the same but also like two different entities so Mm. like there's the antichrist and then there's um he's referenced as the beast but then there's also like um some kind of entity like a statue that he breathes life into and it's it's called the the image of the beast the bible verse in reference is revelations 13 15 and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause to be killed as many as would not worship the image of the beast Hmm. so the image of the beast is the antichrist Yes and no. When it said the image of the beast is worshipped, uh, does it mean like the image of the beast within the person who is the Antichrist is being worshipped or something? I need to pull this so, up. Like so, when people worship Moloch? <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, Ethan, you're, you're correct. Uh, Bam. The, no, because like, okay, so there is a story in the Old Testament about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or at least that's the names that I remember. I'm pretty sure they were pronounced differently, but they were Daniel's friends. So Daniel, like the lion's den thing. Um, so there was a king. I think it was Nebuchadnezzar. I, I I'll say it's Nebuchadnezzar. So he had a statue that was made of his image, and every single day he had his followers and the people in the village. Uh, worship this statue every single day there were three men that refused to bow down and worship um so he basically ended up throwing them in like a fiery furnace but they they were protected and didn't get burnt at all but yeah uh, it's kind of similar to that basically like the beast creates an image breathes life into it and anybody who doesn't worship it gets killed Mm, okay okay wait so this is getting interesting to me so it sounds like to me the beast is kind of a because i've been thinking about this idea and i think the beast is a representation of man's uh uh inner darker nature the darker nature of that's within within people Mm, with shadow the the shadow, yeah. I think it's like us worshiping the material, us being consumeristic, us embodying the traits. It's us projecting, because you're right. I think the, the mark of the beast or the beast itself, I don't know. If, I, I think maybe those could be the same thing in the sense that it's something that we're putting our energy into, like money could be, which is sucking life out of i guess more godly things Hmm. uh, in a broad sense of like as in just more things that are good good for the universe uh so you're saying like in a sense the mark of the beast could be money because you need money to do all the things that what is it that you need what is the mark of the beast supposed to grant you access to uh food and something food and yes i think i think money is the mark of the beast literally I think it, yeah. it, it it actually is like cash, mm-hmm. money. So what we're you're all, telling us, telling me, is that the the Bible preaches communism. <laughs> How so? <laughs> because it's like it's just like a utopian society where there is no money, and everything is just free. That's not necessarily communist. Well, it's like it's ideal. It's not necessarily promoting it either. Well, yeah, you're right. It's not communist. That's like the worker on some sort of like. It's just non-economic. Utopic. Actually. Yeah. It's more yeah. like naturalistic or something. But also, uh, yeah. when, you, when you think about it, like we are heading in the direction of a cashless society too. So it would make sense that the mark of the beast would be something that that uh, you'd be able to use to buy and sell stuff, as like it says. Um, well, I mean, what's the he difference between have... the cash right now? It's basically what Greg is saying, right? But the cash we have right sense, now is yes, already the yeah. same as the currency that it'll become later. 
Yeah. Well, something like that, but yeah. I, the other the other point though that I was trying to make, I got caught up in the mark of the beast, but maybe we can get back to that in a minute. But what I was trying to say is that the beast itself is like man's inner nature, that the dark side of man's inner nature, the shadow, like you said, like Jung calls it as well. I think it's it's just when we're falling away from ourselves. And I think deep down, a lot of good people, we, we people we would call good people that we look up to or that we love, they're coming from a place of love, not of greed, not of uh, selfishness, these they're, kinds of traits. They're good qualities. Yeah, they're coming from good qualities. They're, they're light. You can tell that. Well, deep down, I just mean that like everyone, no one's, everyone has shadows, right? Yes, everyone has shadows. And so that's why the, that's why the beast system so you're saying those you people are like they have more so overcome the beast within. Uh, yes, and I'm saying they're representative of a system as well, just not one that's necessarily <laughs> the one on Earth. No, Does I that like that. Sense? Yeah, I'm just saying that the beast is a projection of ourselves, is what I'm saying. And the more harmonious, the more goodness there is in the world, it's projected towards like a, a central force, if that a collective conscious energy which is expressed through beliefs through cultural uh systems through you know whether or not people value being a transactional society versus a community-based society or um something like that you know what i mean there's different things that people value and so i'm saying that those values are uh well, now are we, we're see. gonna are we gonna watch uh, some mr beast content Let's watch the Mr. Beast content. Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's judge him. <laughs> okay. um, let's engage with our inner Mr. Beast, or I okay. mean Beast. So, the the <laughs> first one I linked. Hold on, I'll link it. Which just tell me which one from here. No, uh, it's it one. might not be there. It's fucking. I spent one million, one million on lottery tickets and one, and like great access. One million. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Access. <laughs> to deliver them in a dump truck i could have bought dozens of i mean this is a super fun idea i cannot lie wow dude sinning's fun you're going to hell bro and boom this 50 ticket won 200 so far we're up 150 god this music is fucking obnoxious i hate this it feels like i'm it feels like i'm being someone just put meth in my fucking water this, this editing is, is like giving me anxiety. Faster, faster, more cuts. How much did you win? Zero, of course. Hmm. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, so I know that guy. We did a cash job together once, like two years ago. Cartoon Overload. Look it up. It's real. <laughs> oh, you got your shout out about Carl Jacobs. Okay, Mr. Beast got <laughs> dripped though. He got Dripto. He looks you like. No, he got Dripto. <laughs> Honestly, for a second, it kind of looked like a Toronto Raptors shirt. But then I like it just. He the might same be colors. a Toronto Raptor player. Oh my god. Well, you know, the Raptors are a type of beast, so I think that concludes definitively that he is. I think this picture proves that Mr. Beast is the Antichrist. Right? All right, let's let's analyze this image, shall we? Okay, let's, first of all, there's an unhappy face, but in, and then there's someone making a deal, making a deal. They're saying, if you're unhappy, we'll make a deal with the devil. And what'll that give us? Riches. But with riches come a storm. And, Explain that guy's okay, bald so spot. This guy, Explain that guy's bald spot. This guy is Carl. <laughs> And the way he's looking is like he's nervous Mr. Beast is going to strike him down if he gets this part wrong. Oh, man. And these other guys, this guy's head is buried in his computer, like, and he's almost hiding. These guys, they're kind of just having a conversation, to be honest. Um, this guy is like checking his math homework. And she is looking at a laptop could be a guy with dreadlocks honestly and what is in the background the media and what does the media represent the media (laughs) (laughs) 
We'll end it. And there. what does the media represent? The media. No, it's actually. It looks like uh, the Wall Street trading floor. Oh, actually, you're right. I missed. I thought that was which uh, is actually more telling. It's more uh, revealing of the fact that Mr. Beast is running a motherfucking business. I guess he's trying I mean, to say that like the stock market's like the lottery, man. He's basically projecting reality in front of him. That's what this photo tells me. Like oh. these people are all here acting. Uh, hold on, keep this, here keep this screen. To sell this here. image that is now real because of how much money he's making. Let's let's take a a, a note here, okay? Um, but how similar um, that image? Okay, just keep keep what you're looking at there, and let I'm me looking, post this in the it. Discord. Okay. A weight with bated breath. Similar panned positions. The the similarities here. Okay. <laughs> this is a painting of the Antichrist. Unfortunately, it's kind of low risk. I thought it was going to be a picture of Hitler, to be honest. <laughs> no, no. Look at his arm and the people in front of him. It's... <laughs> They're the same! Have you ever seen such proof? I can't even tell the difference between... The coded message on his arm? <laughs> Dude, I can't tell which tab I'm on. Okay, let's look at his arm. I already analyzed uh, it. The unhappy face. Oh my god, that's a, what you were talking about? Yes. I was like, what the fuck is the this guy talking unhappy about? Unhappy face. He, the people are sad, so they make a deal with the devil, which leads to riches, but oh. a storm comes. Oh, man. And then something about the pineal gland. <laughs> you know that storm, you know it looks like a power button at the end of that. Oh, you're right. Matrix. Oh yeah, the simulation turns off. Similar. It's over. The Antichrist won. It's a cycle. He's his arm is a cycle. He knows <laughs> what he's doing. He's a Freemason. <laughs> no, no, he's like a modern YouTube Freemason. Mr. Beast is the Mr. Antichrist. Mr. Freemason, six thousand. All right, he's definitely at least a Freemason, though. You're right. <laughs> that much Mr. Is <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we can do a parody Mason. song of that. <laughs> Anyways, Freemason six thousand. Mr. Freemason six thousand. That's <laughs> Mr. Freemason. Mr. Freemason six thousand. That's me. I can't do it. Okay, let's just uh, let's continue on. Let's go further in the video. Let's okay, dive okay. deeper into the video. What other on, crazy, kooky... Can you go to six minutes and 66 seconds, please? Okay. Uh -huh. okay. Okay, hold on. Okay, stop. You're scaring me. Stop, stop. You're scaring me. This is fucking creeping me out. You gotta find 66 seconds, man. <laughs> Dude, this is creeping me out. This is creeping me out. This is creeping me out. Okay. I forgot about how time works. Really. <laughs> Uh -huh. I forgot. It's, well, uh -huh. it's so easy to forget that time isn't real when you're watching Mr. Beast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, it says Beast in the background. You saw that? There's this Beast again. I saw that. <gasps> I did see it said Beast in the Wait, background. Wait, where, where, where? 706. At 666. Yeah, 706. Wait, are you serious? 706. Yeah, in the background. Oh my yeah. fucking god, this picture is symbolism. <laughs> now look, yeah, exactly. The money, the Beast logo. This um, looks like a thumbnail. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I, I got nothing bad past the that. The shading though. looks like a fucking thumbnail. Uh, wait, that's Carl Jacobs, right? I, I don't fucking. Yes. Okay, yeah. Well, what do they? What do these guys represent here? His, oh yeah, his um apostles, right? He's gonna have his own apostles. Apostles. He has twelve close friends. Does he have twelve close they friends? That would be fucking. Are basically insane. disciples. I don't know if it's actually twelve, but it, it's probably. Yeah, that, is, that's that guy's Judas. Him. But for the Antichrist, this so. guy was Judas. There's his friends. I don't know. I'm kidding. One he of just... them is gonna be Judas for sure. <laughs> he's like the closest friend, isn't he? So he's like the one you would never suspect. Oh, he's man. like okay. the best one. He's at least something. got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and he's probably got more. <laughs> well, these wait. These aren't all his apostles, are? Are they? I don't know. No, Carl some Jacobs, of them are just that's people. One, that's Carl Jacobs is like the Peter of the group. Peter. Who would you say? Okay, can we find the entire Mr. Beast crew? Ethan, pull that up. <laughs> can I say that? Ethan, pull that up. I've always wanted entire to say Entire Mr. Beast crew. We need the entire Mr. Beast crew. On <laughs> they right got now. rid of Jake the Viking, and I'm now I'm sad. 
fuck is Jake Who? the Viking? Uh, you... <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know, Mr. Beast. Wait, are you serious? Sacrificed him. It's a real guy that was in their group. I heard it in a meme. Was he the Judas? <laughs> they got rid of. They got rid of him. It'd be funny if there was a Jew in the group that you could just say he's like, the Judas. What do you mean? Like, is he alive? Whatever. So racist. I, I mean, probably. Okay. That's reassuring. I don't know. Maybe not. Oh, man. Maybe Mr. B sacrificed him. Wait, this is all his followers? That's it? I don't even know. This is just some fucking tree this thing. Like I pulled a up fucking acid trip five year old picture of this. This is when he was planting trees and it didn't do anything. No, it made a bunch of trees uh... planted. No, they saved the Amazon, dude. What are you talking about? Oh yeah. Remember the fire? Still see it? No. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this Who do you think saved... saved Earth? He's also this is this kind of shit too is like okay, imagine he does stuff like this and it actually starts working. Then, and then it, like, okay, right now you could maybe laugh it off, be like, oh, he planted trees. Okay, what if he funded something to clean up the ocean's plastic? That would have been better like than that. planting trees. That'd be great. And it actually worked. People would love him. What if globally. he, like, got global peace everywhere? He could. He installed Mr. Beast government. <laughs> he installed Mr. Beast government, yeah. <laughs> the beast system, though. Yeah. That's what it would be, the beast system. Maybe Kanye will loop that in when he's president. Kanye would not be down with that. He'd be like, you can keep y'all system. I got my own system. Am I allowed to do that? Eh. Eh. All right. I love Kanye. <laughs> yeah. He's still in that stadium, isn't he? Uh, I don't Ethan, know. Can you pull that up? You no, we're up. not getting distracted with the stadium Kanye right now. Oh, right, right. Okay, stadium but no, wait, that's, what, that's, what Mr. that's what Mr. Beast wants, dude. Dude, we're done with Mr. Beast, okay? We figured it out. He's the fucking Antichrist. Look at this picture, yeah. huh? Look at that. <laughs> Isn't this just why they, Antichrist, why they you guys? Look at the guy on the right. Why, did, why do they have that man bowing below them? Yeah. What oh. does that mean? Oh, yeah. Huh? What's going on there? He's a token black friend. Yeah, why is he on the ground? Uh, Probably not because he's taller than them, is it? Or is, are they taller than him? The guy yeah, on the the to guy see. to his left is Peter. <laughs> to his left? Do any of these look like the twelve disciples? When you say his left, like you mean like <laughs> from his perspective? From our perspective. Okay, so the only one that counts. Yeah. From our left. You gotta pay attention to how many times the number six is reoccurring, dude. <laughs> one, okay, two, look three, at the six. Four, There's wait, six wait. of them. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, that guy's six... holding up two fingers, and the guy behind him is holding up four. Six. Uh, no, he's holding up one, two, three, four. Unless you don't count a thumb. Then, no, they're doing a math Beast? equation. Look, Chandler's holding Look up at Mr. Beast's hand. Look at Mr. Beast's hand. Do you know what that is? <laughs> That's the horns. That's the horns. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, Am I right? Oh, yeah. And the guy who wants peace <laughs> is below them. Oh, They're standing uh -huh. at the top. The guy who wants peace, the black man in this case, while Mr. Beast has the devil horns pointed down, standing above him. This guy's got two th thumbs up. This guy has four, six. Mr. Six. Beast is doing the devil horns. Six, it's that all guy, here, folks. That's his brother, dude. That's his brother saying, yeah, the devil horns are cool. It's all here. <laughs> and look, I'm just saying, it, it looks a little satanic, these poses. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I think this is, I mean, like, I was convinced already when, when you said beast, but, I mean, how I could mean, anyone not be convinced after this, right? Hmm. Jimmy has the final <laughs> word. Jimmy has the final word. I mean, I you know what's interesting is I have seen like really super old like Renaissance paintings of like religious figures. Some of them have like they're doing the as above so below hand uh positions, but like there are quite a few that I remember seeing having like the devil's horns like or what we think of as the devil's horns for like the as above so below what i'm saying hand signals are 
important gestures. They really are. When I throw up the peace sign, I know what I'm doing. And I don't do that too often. I, don't, I usually don't do any hand gestures, but I'm very cognizant of these things. I, I always just have like a pretty straight face when I'm taking photos. But it's because like, I don't necessarily want to give off a fake smile or like a fake gesture. I try to, I'm not saying everyone acts that way, but some people do. Some people are cognizant of the signs they throw up. Mr. Free Freemason 6000. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Freemason 6000. Mr. Freemason 6000, and he's here to do devil horns can in his we, pictures. Can we talk to Kanye, please? Huh? <laughs> Why Kanye West thinks <laughs> That's Mr. All I got. is the Antichrist. Ethan, pull it up, dude. <laughs> pull up. Is Kanye West still in that fucking Just arena? Pull up a Kanye is... article. <laughs> Kanye. Get the, get Kanye the shot wants of him. to continue living in Mercedes-Benz Stadium while finishing Donda five hours ago. No, I mean link it in Discord so I could pull it up on my freaking monitor, man. All right. I'll just, this website is called Dirty South Soccer. <laughs> I don't care. DirtySouthSoccer.com I like that. That's cool. <laughs> Sorry, I had to put down my emerald gemstones. Okay. Yeah. Kanye West to continue living in Mercedes-Benz Stadium while finishing Donda. Let's go. Is there an explanation Let's of why he's wearing a, a mask thingy like that? That's what I'm saying, dude. This is antichrist symbolism. He's wearing all... Okay, Kimmy, please uh, give me your thoughts on this kind of symbolism. Because we have right here Kanye wearing this red shiny jacket with this essentially sock over his face. Oh. Wearing black, like a um, like he's wearing like a uh, pantyhose over his face or something. That, that's what I was thinking. Um, it it kind of like okay, so from like the first photo, it actually kind of makes him look like a mannequin, which is kind of creepy. Right. Cool though. Um, it's cool to be a mannequin. I mean, it's you just cool that he, he would do uh, it. <laughs> trying to, I feel like he could be trying to symbolize the Antichrist. No, dude, mm -hmm. he's fucking symbolizing how he's about to rob the game. Mm. That's <laughs> cool. I like that. I mean, there is some symbolism with the color red, like... Um, and he's standing in a field of white. I mean, the ice rink in this case. But isn't that part of Revelations? About, like, a white... Or it's like a white horse or, like, a white field or, like, just... It, it describes things, like, these contrasts, I feel like. Um, there is like the only thing I can think of that's mentioned white in Book of Revelations is the Pale Rider, uh, which is one of the uh, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Um, what do do you think those are meant to be? Kind of interpreted in the sense of like seeing it as a sign or are they something more symbolic like some some type of symbolic language being used how do you interpret them damn did we lose kimmy <clears throat> oh shit that was a lot of dead air you're canceled, both of you. No, no, Let's don't worry. We have the magic yeah. of editing. It's none of that. Oh, my do. God. <laughs> I don't even know. Can yeah, we talk about... Go. Oh, she's fucking... She's dead. Okay. Uh, can we talk about uh, how it's the Mercedes-Benz Stadium? Okay. Isn't that, like, the most glorified vehicle, like, in all, sure. like, rap songs that sort of... Sure. It's pretty yeah. famous. Mm. Although, Mercedes has kind of lost some of its luster over the past few years it's not as premium or as prestigious <clears throat> of a brand as it once was hi <laughs> okay kimmy yeah uh did you get a chance to hear my question or what i forgot what happened i i don't know what happened like uh the discord uh app just kind of like restarted <clears throat> oh okay mm. um but so what i was asking is like how do you interpret the four horsemen 
honestly, it can either be like actual physical horsemen or it could be like uh, a metaphor to like events and disasters. Um, the first uh, the first uh, horse rider that's mentioned, I think, is actually supposed to be the Antichrist. Um, really? Let me see. I, th- I think he's the one that... So... Yeah, um, because he's supposed to be, let me see, I'm trying to, so there's war, famine, pestilence, and death, um, because the Antichrist is supposed to be, like, he's supposed to be, like, a, kind of like a conqueror, which, in a way, if you think about it, the Jews who are waiting for their Messiah, they actually prefer a Messiah that's like a conquering warlord. You know, so that would that make sense in my head. They prefer a warlord? I've never heard well, about that. Well, because, I mean, look at the way Jesus was. He was a pacifist. Um, he was a he, he was very super docile um, and a peacemaker. Like, even though, like, yeah, a lot of people were drawn Jews, to him. Jews were against Christ because he claimed to be, like, son of God. Yeah. Not because of him being a pacifist. Yeah, but he wasn't the image of the Messiah that they were looking for, is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Yeah, he like, was. I mean, uh, I think that you're, like. Jumping to conclusions a little bit. You know, I, I get just thought like, it ha- I feel like it isn't about the image of Jesus and how he was. It was more about him being, claiming to be the son of God and them considering it not backed up. Like, like, like he, if he was the Messiah, uh, he would have risen the dead that were supposed to be, you know what I mean? Like all that stuff. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, let me, let me clarify. I think I understand. Sam is trying to say he didn't fulfill the prophecies yeah uh of judaism like i don't think that there's a thing about jews looking for a warlord messiah i think kimmy is viewing it through a different broader lens of like a cyclical pattern though of like i don't know actually like to well here's how i interpret what 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 that means i guess like if Christ was the example they wanted as a deity. <coughs> We're editing this out. <laughs> this coughs. Then um, if Christ was the example they wanted to set as the deity, then they would have accepted him. Uh, but it's like, or functionally, that's what's happening, if that makes sense. Like even whether he fulfills the prophecies or not, it's like, okay, let's say Christ is like a... <clears throat> I don't know, a certain standard of, uh, of being a good person or something. Like, let's say he's a, not, like a 10 out of 10 person. Um, that effectively, by not choosing him to be a central part of the religion, they're leaving the door open for the, what the future Messiah is, uh, which could be somebody that gets to, to that position in a very nefarious way. Is that right? Can you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta, I no, I can't. I got slightly lost. I can barely repeat. No, I mean, Sam, do you get what I'm saying? Does that make sense to you? Kind of, yeah. L- let me, I'll try to rephrase it in a, in a <laughs> sentence. So, yeah. What I'm TLDR. essentially saying is Christ being the central figure of religion, of Christianity, makes mm-hmm. him the example for Christianity to follow. Him not being the central figure of Judaism makes him not necessarily the example to follow. And I, and I, I guess that d- potentially leaves the door open for them to follow the example of someone worse. Sure. That's, the, that's what I'm saying. Okay, but yeah, I guess so. Sure, yeah. But it, I, I do think it's a little bit of a jump to say that they want a warring. Yeah. You know, okay, like, let, let, me, let me clarify, because during that time, Jerusalem was under Roman control. So at that time, the Jews were hoping that 
there would there would be somebody to come along to basically break that hold that the Romans had over uh, the Jews. Uh, you meant like at that time they wanted a at warlord. At that time. Oh, that's a totally different story. Well, that was like the warlord oh. era of of to- of like modern wow. civilization. So, <laughs> okay. But um, because like there is there is a passage in pro- in prophecy in the Book of Isaiah, which is found in the Old Testament, that does paint a picture of a messiah who is a suffering servant um i don't really how do i say it (laughs) um i am not a suffering servant i'm jesus christ and i'm here to serve it jesus christ i guess like that 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 would just be like my understanding of like why they would reject jesus as as the messiah um not just the fact that he claimed to be the son of god um sure yeah i guess what you're saying you're saying yeah i I thought you meant like current day because like you know there are religious jews who believe a messiah will come one day still to this day and i i was saying that i don't think they are are expecting a warlord you know what i mean well, no, because most Jews today, who they're they're kind of agnostic, aren't they? Well, I'm saying that like there they... are religious Jews out there, like or whatever, like the Jews that believe this Messiah will come. But yeah, you're right; they're they're more secular. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah. it depends on the type of Jew. <laughs> I mean, some Jews are more serious about it, and some are more secular. I think yeah. she means like oh, like the population of the religion has become more secular over time. Oh, sure, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, like it, it, like Judaism becomes more about tradition and less about religion. Right. That's, That's true. true. Um. Uh. <laughs> next. Okay. Well, let's go to. Why did we go to this video? By the way, what was it? What about this video was it was supposed to be? A sign that what Mr. are you talking Beast... about the gambling one yeah oh just because oh my he's got god the... dude we're still on mr beast we're done with him well, we've, already... <laughs> we've talked about him i thought that was the, the... whole podcast your title no, of this a... document says mr beast antichrist theory i know that's just the that's just like the starting premise but we didn't even talk go... about like any oh, okay i thought this was whole all about mr beast we had a whole bunch no, of reasons no, 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 that no, ethan no, had no. found oh no okay we're not going we, we didn't even get to hear about him eating the baby bro Eating we already baby. went so deep on him. How much do people want to hear? I want to hear about, about Mr. Beast <laughs> eating the baby. I think everyone wants Trust me when I say I everyone wants to hear about it. Okay, fine. Mr. Beast likes eating children. He wants to eat fine, his brother's fine. child. We're gonna bring it back. It's I feel documented. like we're reaching higher vibrations and then we get brought down to the beast level. <laughs> then we talk about Mr. Beast. It's all perfect. Me and Kimmy are vibing over here. About with Jesus. Are you, are you vibing? You're I'm vibing. vibing she's, you say a really long thing, and she's like, "Can you repeat that?" That's a, yeah, that's because, a strong vibe. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. Because she's vibing. Because she's vibing oh. to Christ. That's how it is when you're vibing to Christ. I'll, in the you comments, I bet you they'll be like, "I wanted to hear about Mr. East, Mr. Beast eating the babies." No. I want to no, and then you're going <laughs> to see Mr. the other half eating the basins. Okay. Oh wait, let me make a bet with you. Okay. I bet you there's going to be more comments saying, I'm vibing with Christ. I'm vibing with Christ. I'm vibing with Christ. Loser has to make a deal with Satan. I'm not, I mean, (laughs) we're not doing that for it. I don't joke joke with no one. All right. So it's it's settled. We will pray to the demons and uh, get the conjuring people to come over. And if you guys want to hear more, gosh, you're going to have to subscribe on <laughs> Patreon and on Teespring. Yeah. Pay us money to give you these messages. <laughs> but for real, though, future, this is, I'm going to take one quick second here. Future plug, plug for the future. Um, I feel like I could market that as a phrase. Um, we do have gush merch in the works. I'm meeting with some very, I'm meeting with uh, the head of Louis Vuitton. I'm meeting with with Virgil. With Perry Gillis. On the weekend, <laughs> like usual. No, but for real though, 
Um, Gush merch coming soon to Rodeo Drive. <clears throat> Look out That's for it. it. Gush. Look out for it. <laughs> <laughs> We're including the laugh in the commercial, too, as like a, oh, they're human moment from the audience. That Rick and Morty episode. <gasps> Don't say Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, now we're... We accidentally went into Beast territory we're, again by saying Rick and yeah, Morty. Yeah, we just went... Sam is on the Beast side today. <laughs> well, you know, I just thought this was uh, Mr. Beast is the Antichrist. But maybe that's because you wanted to project that into the episode as well. Have you thought about that? No. Will you said it? Didn't. Okay, let me. I actually want to short, share a short little story that relates. Short I was having trouble. Story. <laughs> was that a hiccup? <laughs> it was a cut off laugh. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Okay. Sorry. Um, yes, a short, short little story <laughs> of Fork. the world's world. Worlds, globe, um, globe, all around the globe. Yeah, globe. Water equals emotion. There you go. Go tell your story. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. So the other day, the other day I was biking, and um, I'm riding down this really scenic area where you could see the desert and the sun was setting. There's some clouds, greenery. I think there was even a rainbow on that day as well. In fact, there was. Uh, there was a few different days like this. this is why it's a little bit unclear. But it was like a week ago. And there was a rainbow. It was like rainy, but you could still see the sun setting. It was beautiful. And I had this thought that the Antichrist and the devil God and Jesus, all of that is within, within each of us. It's a state of mind. It's like we all have this antichrist nature within us, within our own personal lives, within the choices we make, within the, the decisions we have. Like, and whether we're honest with ourselves or not, I think everyone has a dark side to them and they all have a... a different side to them and some people have a strong internal monologue some people don't uh but it's all the same we kind of exist as beings i think trying that should be trying to find balance uh maybe well i don't know there is a balance i don't know if you can necessarily have all good is what i'm trying to say because if you did then and it'd be the same thing it, it would, would be yeah. no bad There'd be no variance. There'd be no contrast. But is that bad? Is I mean, that's a funny question to ask, given what we just said. There is no bad, but would would be would you, it be you know so wrong if everything was? There was it's no. It's so difference? hard for me to make sense of that in any sort of logical or language-based way. But I, it makes complete sense visually. And maybe I'm. This is where I'm going off on the deep end or whatever. But when when you when I'm talking about this, I'm imagining the yin and yang symbol visually, yep. right? Yeah. The mm -hmm. black and white. Okay. And then when you say, "Does it have to be?" It's like the white part just took over the whole thing, and that makes me feel like, okay, everything just re is one. Everything yeah. is unified completely. Yeah. yeah. So I think maybe we've gone through cycles of that. In society, is that what you mean? In just ex conscious experience historically i think well everything it i mean i don't know we want to get if you want to get into consciousness and stuff like that which i don't think we should get too far well, i think into. this is all related to consciousness yeah okay it, well in that sense like you know we're all everything is all there is in, as far as we can know is the universe right so everything in the universe is a part of the universe kind of like how all the cells in your body are part of you or something like that right so it's like in the same way that all the things that make up you are one, so are we with universe. So in that sense, yeah. there is no difference between anything. Good and bad yes. are just concepts, and everything is without when you remove all concept from everything, there's no difference between anything. Yes. 
Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Can I share a story? Yes. All right. So the other day I was biking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay. That was, oh, sorry. I forgot to finish that story. So I had that, I was thinking about all of that, basically. And as I came to this euphoric, like, realization, this moment of eureka was where it's like, oh my God, we're all, you know, you could say it's stupid or whatever, but to me, it was like a big deal. It was like, oh my God, we're all embodying the antichrist and Christ in our actions every day and what we do and, and how we live our lives. Mm -hmm. It's within each of us. Uh, the moment I came to that realization, I looked up and I saw the rainbow and I was like, I thought of the whole story of, you know, the rainbow as a, as a sign of God's promise to Noah. Uh, mm -hmm. So I just thought about the symbolism of the rainbow as well. I don't know. I, I, and I, I think more broadly, I'll just say this, and maybe you guys can give a comment on your experience. This past couple of years, the weather patterns have been very bizarre uh, for my area uh, out in the desert. It's been very, uh, a lot of cloud cover, more humidity than normal. The sky is constantly covered in like a fog, like a hazy mist uh, that you can barely see the other end of the city through. And that wasn't like that years ago. It was never. Have like you seen that. the shit in Abu Dhabi where they control the weather, like to go, to battle like the heat? I did. I did see that. They're like making it downpour with rain to, I guess, fend off the heat because it got like 130 degrees there. It got insanely hot. Yeah. Yeah, we've had fires here in Ontario. So I don't That's think weird. we usually have them because never had this issue of like the air quality going to shit. Like we have the Earth's core is coming to beat our ass. We had that last year too in the Pacific Northwest. A lot of forests were catching fire. We got a lot of that haze too, and that was that was long lasting. Kimmy, I, you probably got some of that too. Yeah, I remember that. It was like hard to breathe. Like w one of our friends who lives closer to the source of all that, he was saying it was like he couldn't even leave his house for like weeks because of that. Couldn't even go outside. So a lot of weird stuff has been happening in terms of the weather. I think we are definitely going through climate change, but I think climate change, it's, it's funny because I almost think that the climate change activists are thinking too small picture as if us as humans could have such an impact on the earth. The, the bigger story is that the earth goes through these massive shifts and these cycles that we totally don't give enough credit to. And we also just don't even know enough about. We don't even know about as well. Not I, to say that humans don't contribute to, to things. Of course they do. I'm just saying, I think it's, yeah, it goes I, even way bigger than that. I definitely think that like we, we have an impact that needs to be thought about, but I also think that what you're saying is true, that there there are cycles and there are all sorts of uh, naturally occurring big changes. I mean, like, just the fact that there are, like, greenhouses and ice houses, and a greenhouse is a, is a period where there is no ice at all on Earth. And, you know, like, we've gone back and forth between those throughout time. And in fact, we've mostly been in greenhouses. So it's, like, kind of wild to think about that, because it's like, oh, like, there's most of the time, as far as we're aware... There hasn't been ice on Earth, and we're living at a time when there is ice on Earth. So, like, you know, what are the implications of all that? Like, right, right, yeah. There's definitely a lot of things we don't have any answers to that just don't even get brought up oftentimes. But I, I another thing though related to all that is that I also learned that apparently by what's called the precession cycle, Earth is has moved from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. And I know there's a lot of like pop science, like uh, pop uh, spiritual stuff about uh, astrology. And a lot of it is completely insufferable uh, and probably meaningless. But I also think there's a core truth to a lot of it. And one area I definitely pay attention to that is when it comes to cycles of the earth. Uh, Kimmy, you know mm -hmm. a little bit more about that. So we're, we're moving from Pisces to Aquarius. Is that right? Yeah, we're entering the age of Aquarius at the moment. What does that change signify to you? 
or what do you yeah what do you make of it i guess well the from my understanding of aquarius is associated with humanitarianism um the last time we had the age of aquarius was actually in the 60s um and if you know anything about the 60s the 60s was a lot about uh humanitarianism a lot about um once again mr beast is relevant here he's maybe starting riding this wave of humanitarianism i mean he's certainly yeah. acting that out with his videos i'll be trying to mm -hmm. find some babies to eat yeah. <laughs> continue oh um yeah so like in the 60s uh a lot of people it, it was it was about like fighting for a lot of the things that were that was considered like human rights um very love peace and all that um and i think during the time that jesus was around i think they were in the age of aquarius as well if i remember Wait, when is the age of aquarius beginning does it begin i think it's let me see i thought jesus okay. brought upon the age of pisces age of aquarius oh maybe maybe what I was thinking. <laughs> but, but, but what's interesting is that the age of Pisces does happen after the age of Aquarius. Hmm. Uh, I see. No, it doesn't. Aquarius is before Pisces. No, I know, but the procession cycle goes the opposite way around. It, it goes the opposite? Oh, okay, yeah. so then that would be Capricorn. And these ages I'm talking about last thousands of years. To my understanding of how it went is that Jesus, from what I've heard, actually, that Jesus signified the age of Pisces, and that's why he's symbolized by a fish, which is Pisces, mm -hmm. fish. And I don't know if it's related to that, but also you have things like the flood story in the Bible. I don't know if that's related to Pisces or not, but just throwing that out there. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I heard that the, the, it's, the procession cycle is this 23,000-year cycle based on the Earth's, uh, I want to say, maybe it's wobble or something in relation to the, or no, I think it's Earth's relation to the center of the galaxy, something like that, some sort of massive cycle, but it's 23,000 years. It's oh, okay. Cycle, and it's divided by the... Uh, zodiac signs i guess to me i think huh. it has something to do with the constellations though at the at that time period and like the sphinx was originally it didn't have a pharaoh's head and you can kind of tell by the the fact that the stone is all crumbled around the head and it clearly like it looks like it was added there later and it doesn't even fit the body of the animal it's on that's because it was originally a lion's head and that was mm -hmm. marking the age of Leo, which would have been a long time ago when that area was actually more like a rainforest. And that's why you have water erosion on the Sphinx that dates back more than 10,000 years. Uh, this is the work of Dr. Robert Schock, the Egyptologist and other archaeologists who've corroborated his work. But basically the signs of water erosion on the Sphinx are so old that the area in order for the area to get that much rainfall it would have been uh over ten thousand years ago i like the uh name. talking about wow. the great flood bro. i yeah, like that's it egyptology. that's really interesting the just the word egyptologist is sounds really appealing <laughs> i think that's it's funny cool. that man's lost his nose um oh yeah <laughs> something else interesting about egypt is that these are the water. Just this is the water erosion here, by the way. Mm. So like, oh, in order wow. to get that much rainfall, and it was designed to capture the water. Actually, I hmm. guess is what that picture is saying. Like oh, to have that's... a moat around it. That is such a creepy fucking yeah. thing. That's yeah. That's weird that it's actually real. Like a monkey face. I don't think mm. I've ever really looked up. It does kind of look like, like that. that. Yeah, the Sphinx is weird. It's definitely weird. Mummies, and bro. think about how old this is. If this is really, the, well, the the, the uh, Sphinx had it, but only be uh, two thousand, or how many years old? Uh, like four thousand years old, because that's from yeah, from like two uh, two thousand BC. 
is when mm -hmm. the Sphinx head uh, would have been there from the when the Egyptians and the textbooks that we know of lived there. But the fuck do you think they were thinking when making shit like this? The rest of the Sphinx is much older. I think there's some that's a good question. I think there's they they clearly put a lot of significance into the astrological orientation. They clearly put a lot of significance on I mean, cycles of time, of seasons. The fact um, that they like figured out the math of that stuff is pretty bonkers. They figured yeah, out the twenty three thousand year cycle thing based on Earth's like astrological or whatever. That's wild. Yeah. Well, They're people don't. Geniuses. It's hard for people to imagine now, but think about back then. They didn't have any city lights. They didn't have. You know, there was definitely a certain swath of the population that probably had a lot of free time to just sit and gaze at the sky, at the stars, mm. and notice patterns and mark stuff down and keep a record of it. You know, people people were smarter in the ancient world than I think we give them credit for, but they just were smart in different ways. Ways different that are knowledge. still they different knowledge. To, yeah. They were forced to make their own access to knowledge. Yes. Yeah. So, they lived yeah. in a very intuitive world. They had to make sense of the world themselves. And I think that's quickly becoming a skill that's more and more useful now as we head into an age that I think, you know, this age of information, this age of Aquarius, wind is communication, information. Uh, also, the wind has been extremely violent here the past year as well. But anyways, mm. the point yeah. that I'm making is there. just... I think in order to make sense of all this crazy information, you kind of have to resort back to the way that ancient people thought. Uh, not completely. I don't know. It depends on the time period, right? But I'm just saying, in general, that that more intuitive understanding of the world, that more, like, I guess, self-reliant, I don't know, interpretive. It's kind of like how trades are now very valuable skill because everyone went to university and... No one wanted to become a plumber, and now you can make a lot of money being a plumber. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like that, but on, an, uh, yeah. on a spiritual level, let's say. Uh, yeah. well, how, biblically, what, uh, when this shit was made, like these structures, uh, like how close in history was that to like when there was like raining frogs and shit in the Bible? Oh, that, well, the plagues. The, the time of Egypt, as our modern understanding, was that time. That's that 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 Egyptian society is obviously was real at that time or was, you know, that's old. That's like 4000 years old. Mm -hmm. um, that's when that was all happening. So this was made when it was raining frogs and there were plagues and well, shit and locusts. The, what I was trying Actually, to say is that the bottom part of the Sphinx, at least from what I've looked into, it's much older than the head. It's much older than the head. The head is 4,000 years old, and the bottom part is from a civilization that was there over 10,000 years ago based on the water erosion. You, you know, you know. it's interesting now that like Ethan brought that up. Um, what was it called? I think during that time, uh, like with the plagues and whatnot, the Israelites were slaves around that time. So what if those slaves were used to create the, the man's face on the Sphinx? Yeah. Interesting. Because I'm pretty sure that the idea was to make the face look a lot like the pharaoh at the time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then the nose got broken off, so that's why it looked kind of fucky, mm -hmm. like. Kind of yeah. like. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. The lack of nose, I guess, reveals similarity. The pyramids themselves had caps on them. Uh, mm -hmm. caps of, I don't know what material, but you could even see the line there. There was a covering. So these were pretty immaculate uh, structures when they were around. And Dude. I think those are older. The, the pyramids as well, I think, are also older than um, than the, like some of the pyramids are from uh, the more recent Egyptian society that we know of, but some of them I think are also have evidence of being much older. Do you do you guys remember when like that YouTube prank guy Vitaly was like arrested for climbing that shit? Like oh, he yeah. ran up the pyramid. No, I heard about that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I remember Dude. that. Vitaly arrested for climbing a pyramid. That shit was weird. There's like a video of it. 
That man is insane. <laughs> yeah, isn't he in jail now for like assaulting someone? He apparently jumped out of some bushes and beat up some girl that was jogging. Oh no! The height of COVID, and he's the opposite of Mr. Beast, which makes him the Christ. Well, he does call himself villain. <laughs> hey, villains! No, he's not Christ-like. That ain't Christ-like. <laughs> Vitaly, Jesus. Hmm. Hmm. Vitaly, <laughs> Jesus. Vitaly, Jesus. We could make. Were well, we gonna bring back pop punk? We already did, actually. I think we low key brought it back with that uh, wasting time song, the social media song, because I get comments all the time saying like, "I keep coming back to this. I love this. Wow, this is great." Yeah, MGK, Mitch Jones, you're welcome. We literally. <laughs> okay, but on on the timeline end of things, when that song came out. It was 2018, dude. No, it was 2019. No, it was fall 2019. You're right. Do, 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 do. 